Unless you're a bell, I don't want to hear from you. He said, how do you live, son? I said, I live well, Dad. He said, no, you live moss. So, of course, a uh, story I have about living in the era of the coronavirus is, and this is very early on, so I, I'm sure, you know, we'll be doing months of these podcasts and be like, man, can you li- believe how naive we were three months ago? Thinking this would all be over. No, no. This is just our life now. Um, it, it involves Taco Bell, which is not surprising. <laughs> but it, it's it, it's not really Taco Bell specifically. It's It could be any restaurant, but it's... So, uh, I asked my wife beforehand, you know, are you okay if I get any fast food? Like, are you okay if I bring, you know, something somebody else has touched into our house? I will throw away the bag as soon as I get home. I will wash my hands. I'll do whatever precautions I need to do. And before I'm, it's true. Hey, right now you can't be too careful. No, that's not what I'm laughing at. I'm laughing at one day historians are going to look back. Like, why did the the disease really take over Richmond? Like, oh, because this a-hole really needed Taco Bell. Hey, if they're open, then everybody's going to be eating there. So it's not just me. This is not, I would be helping spread the contagion, but it's not just me. Toilet paper supply is so limited in this country, and you're going to Taco Bell? That is irresponsible, sir. On that point, I cannot disagree. So, yes, you're correct. But uh, it, it's neither here nor there because I didn't get the food. So so I uh, I drop off my son, and I place an order like I do a lot of times on the app, and I'm going to pick it up on the way home and uh, go to place put my stuff in the cart, and it says uh, we can't communicate currently with this uh, location. I'm like, Ugh man, this has happened before. I don't know what's going on. Okay, fine. Maybe I can't get those items. Let's, uh, okay, get this instead. Okay, get this. Okay, order placed. Boom, paid for it. Uh, You can't do uh, drive-through for some reason, but pickup is available. Okay, fine, I'll pick it up, whatever. So get there. Lights are all off. Nobody there. Dude in a van eating some other food, I'm guessing. <laughs> but I don't know what he was doing. I guess he's just found a quiet parking lot to park in and eat his food. So he's eating. Dude but, in a uh, van. Basically, <laughs> just eating a breakfast sandwich. I don't know. So I park and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go, I guess, see if there's anybody in there. Doesn't look like it. Get there to the door and it says something to the effect is badly worded, but it's basically this uh, location is closed and will open at 10. And that's, you know, confusing because I placed an order. So it's like, okay, that who would conceivably be making this order if there's nobody here, whatever. So, okay, they're closed. I'm going home. Of course, I, the heart wants what the heart wants. So I get McDonald's on the way home because they are open and they will take my order. But, but so, wait, 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 you already paid for some Taco Bell. Did you? Well, I think it's like Amazon. They don't actually charge you until you get the food. Are you sure about that? I'm not certain, no, because I've not checked the credit card statement yet. But if, if if it is indeed, then I will contact somebody and say, hey, you said you were making me this food and that I could get it. And then I didn't because that's not a thing anymore. So give me my money. Because then I got home and I was eating my McDonald's and uh, doing my work. And I get the notification on my phone. Your order's ready for pickup. No. So who? Obviously, this just lies all the time. Now I know it because there's nobody there to make this food. There's there's no way this is true. So kind of find out later on. Uh, you know, they released a statement saying, you know, for the good of our employees and for you, we're closing. Uh, some stores and they won't open until ten. They're not serving breakfast anymore, which totally sucks. But you know, is what it is. But I yeah, that's that that, that was the moment the coronavirus became real for me. <laughs> 
when I tried to get fast food and I couldn't. It's like, man, this really is going to suck. My life has been irreparably changed. Because if you've seen if you've seen Demolition Man, you know that Taco Bell is the only one that survives the restaurant wars. Uh so it's been foretold. I know this already. So what what's going on? You can stay open pat before ten. Yeah, I, I I think that's how we're gonna look back on this. Like people always talk about, oh, where were you when you found out about nine eleven? Where were you when you heard about the Kennedy assassination? For our kids' generation, is like, when did COVID nineteen become real to you? And your kids are gonna say, when my dad came home from Taco Bell crying. <laughs> And we're like, Dad, what's wrong? He's like, I couldn't get Taco Bell. It doesn't open till 10. They're telling their grandkids about it. I'd never seen a man cry over a taco before that day. <laughs> Little did I know that within a year we'd be using tacos as currency because they're the only thing that survived the COVID apocalypse. Or the dad would be making tacos out of everything in the house. <laughs> I said, Dad, that's paper. You can't make that into a taco. He said, shut up and leave me alone. Go talk to your mother. Unless you're a bell, I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> he said, how do you live, son? I said, I live well, Dad. He said, no. You live moss. <laughs> and I never spoke to my father again after that moment. Because <laughs> it was clear he was a... <laughs> he was a changed man. Ugh. Or maybe this maybe this pandemic won't be so bad. Maybe you and I can get through it by laughing at you. You gotta laugh through it. You gotta laugh through it. Yeah, I I, I will provide the laughs. Trust me. I that that is uh luckily well uh, unluckily for this podcast, but that that is my only real uh interaction with the world out there. My wife has done the grocery shopping and uh you know taken wearing gloves and wiping everything down and not taking the kids with her. And it's just so weird. What What's weirdest is the fact that some of us are doing everything we can. And some of us are doing absolutely nothing differently. Those are the people that drive me insane. There's too, yep. there's too much. It, it, once I leave my house where I've been shut myself up in for basically the last week, I've left to drop my son off and that's about it. And Every time I go out, it just looks like the the world is... It's like I'm in The Village, the movie The Village, where I go outside and everything's normal. It's like, no, that's not what I was told this is going to be like. Everybody's in their homes and we're not talking to each other and we're stay, keeping our distance. And why are you touching that person? You can still talk to people, okay? So this is this is my problem with this, is this entire thing... Okay, I have many problems with this and I've, I've ranted to Jason already. But another problem I have with this is it has given Seattle an excuse to be dicks to each other again like seattle is known for the freeze people are socially distant no one really talks to each other i will see someone across the street and i'll go hey how's it going and they're like social distancing and turn away from me i'm like you can't get sick from over there you jerk talk to me i'm lonely we don't have to make out i'm not trying to like get into your personal space i'm trying to have a conversation with another adult because all i see are my kids yeah, that that would be a bit much. I I uh, was out in the yard playing with my daughter because the school stuff that we're trying to do with her involves, you know, recess. So I take her out in the yard. We just kick a ball around, just trying to get out and do something. And so we're kicking that around and bouncing it back and forth. And uh, my uh, choir 
teacher, director, pastor, uh, and his wife actually come walking by. They live like a mile away further than that, but they came walking cause they're out for a walk. So we talked to them and yeah, talked to them with a fence between us and at least a <laughs> good several feet, which is fine. You know, we, we socially distanced, but we conversed and it was not a, Oh, you there. Oh, I, I, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't look at you. I'll get the plague. It's like, no, that's not how it works. So yeah, that's, that is, uh, disconcerting now on the other hand i have seen my neighbors you know like walking towards each other it's like oh good they're still you know keeping in touch and then they get right up on each other i'm like no what are you doing you're doing the wrong thing it it, it was it was the kids that were out in front of our house that one of them lives across the street uh but he, he has all his friends over one day and they were literally blocking our driveway, the street, which is a very wide street and just blocking everything and just like tossing a football back and forth and riding bikes around. It was like a little block party for teens. And I, I looked and I was like, I should say something, but I, I really don't want to because I'm trapped here in this house and they know where I live. So <laughs> it's just going to get worse. So I'm just They're not going to say teens. Yeah. I fear the teens. I'm not going to say anything. And, uh, so I just told my wife, I texted her. She was out getting my son, picking him up uh, from the in-laws and just said, you know, they're, they're blocking the way. So <laughs> there's teenagers. Come save me. I was just telling you they're, they're in the way. So just be aware when you get there, you'll have to, you know, honk or whatever to get them out of that. They're literally like geese. Like they're just like, they, you honk you, whatever. And they just look at you just like, shut up. It's like, get out of the way. I'm trying to get through. Um, so my wife gets out of the car and as I'm walking up to help her get my son in the house, I hear her you know, yelling something at them. I'm like, Oh, that's right. I will not do that. But my wife has no problems with making her opinion known. And she's basically saying like, you guys really should be at home and keeping your distance from each other and blah, blah, blah. And they start hollering excuses at her and just, I'm black. So I can't get it. I have Jesus. I don't, I don't fear anything. It's a hoax. I'm just like, oh, why? I was on yours. I wasn't on your side, but I wasn't going to say anything. But now, stop. <laughs> stop being a-holes and leave. And, yeah, she it, it was, uh, she didn't call the cops on them, but it, she, it was everything but. She was very mad about it. Like, making dinners. Kids on her to tell me, hoax. I'm just like, whoa. They have no idea how close they came to leaving this world. <laughs> Forget a virus. My wife's just going to run you over. So yeah, that's, that, that was another experience that I, I hope to not have again, but I, it's going to happen just because people not taking things seriously. That's, that's, that's how it gets started or how it continues. So. Yeah. I mean, you can only control yourself though. Like I, I, I understand your frustration. I mean, I see a lot of people getting frustrated and like, well, everyone has their own agency. You're doing what you're doing because you believe it's important. And you know, maybe they're, Everyone is having their moment where it becomes... They haven't gone to Taco Bell yet, Jason. It's not real to them yet. Oh, that's a, that's a good uh, turn of phrase. Yeah, that's a... Have you been to Taco Bell yet? I mean, no, I haven't been to Taco Bell in a long time. Trust me. Go to Taco Bell. <laughs> then come back and tell me how real this crisis is. That's how. My, that's my new euphemism for it. That's, uh, that, oh, yeah. <laughs> Grandpa Joe went to Taco Bell on... March 28th, and boy, he's been he stocking up in toilet paper yeah. ever since. Yeah. That's that, that's what made it real to me, damn it. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So you 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 do you have more COVID stories? Because you said you didn't want this to be a COVID podcast. I have a non-COVID well, story. I I uh, so along those lines, you know, my wife asked me to go get the mail, and she's like, "Ooh, yeah, just yeah, go get the mail." And I was like, "Well, we have to get the mail," and she's just like, "Yeah, I just like what what if they were down there like licking all over our mailbox or something?" <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, a our mailbox is disgusting." Like it's covered in like lichen and bird poop and it's, it's green. It's supposed to be black, but it's green. They would not be doing that. B. I don't think the teens are licking our mailbox to own the libs or whatever. That's how they get high. Yeah. That's also forget toads. Let's lick mailboxes. I did basically what you're doing for a solid 30 seconds and then went and got the mail because... Yeah, I mean, yeah, get the mail. Um, the, the, you cannot get it through the mail. The the, the experts on CNN told me so, but... Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. I can't get the mail. The teens might have licked it. Not like the mail, like the mailbox. Like the mailbox. That's so yes. gross. It, yeah, it's again. If you saw, I will maybe take a picture of the the mailbox and send it directly to you and show you. Just because it's no, you you would get a disease of some sort, or you might get like inoculated. I don't know. You would go to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd go somewhere. <laughs> Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Uh-huh.